once we know this, once we have this inkling of, oh, this is why I've always felt resistance towards exercise, we can let it go and we can actually make exercising fun again. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. I hope you're ready for the coming season. And that's what this is all about. I'm wanting to help you navigate what's on a lot of people's minds right now as they're entering into a brand new season of life, a brand new season of new schedules. We've come off of a time of you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, the summer vacations, all of those kinds of things. And in other parts of the world, everybody's kind of started back to their schooling, uh, their kids back to school. It depends, like it's been different weeks um, that people have started back here in the Ontario region of Canada. We start next week. And even so, it's like easing into it. But either way, the summer vibe tends to be one of a little bit more relaxation. Things may be busy for you in your business, in your work, and yet there's just this kind of sense of ease I find during the season and a lot of other people I know too, because they take their vacations, they go and they travel. So in talking about getting back into our rhythm and our schedule for the next quarter before then we're in holiday season, it seems like (laughs) this season goes really quickly and it can be so challenging for us to prioritize our fitness when we're so busy. It seems to be the first thing that slides for a lot of people. And I've been chatting with people and doing little polls and things too, just to find out what is that thing? What's the first thing to go when you get busy or stressed or when your schedule gets out of control? And fitness is often the thing that goes first. So how do we do this? And I want to uncover some thoughts about all of this, an insight that I'm not sure if you've considered. I know that for myself, as I've navigated motherhood and navigated doing many different schedules and driving kids to soccer and connecting them with their friends and taking care of aging parents and other things that just continually add, add, add to our plate, it is time for us to take a break for a moment and think about Why is it that our fitness is the thing that is the first to go? There's other things on the list that we do, but how come they remain top priorities and our our fitness doesn't? And I know for myself, a lot of the reason why this can be is because we feel like, oh, I'll do that later. I've got time. It'll, it'll somehow miraculously all work out that I get my fitness happening again, that my exercise schedule, that the way I feel in my body, it'll just all come together. And yet let's look at our past. Let's look at how has it been working for us so far? Some people, that's the number one thing they do. And they have seasons where they're, you know, doing well with it and seasons where they're not. That's probably most common. 
However, what I've found is when we put things like this off, what we start to notice in some cases is we notice things happening in our health. Um, things become more challenging for us to do when we want to actually get started in some kind of, whether it's a yoga routine, a walking routine, spin cycling, uh, whatever the case may be, lifting weights, it becomes really, really hard for us to wrap our mind around actually getting started. So first thing I'm going to say with this whole insight is take a look at where you're currently at and all of the things that are priorities in your life and see where is your fitness practice fitting in and is it the first thing that goes for you? It may not be for you. It may be something else, but we really want to hone in on this one because here's what I've found. When I'm taking care of my body, yes, by feeding it, nourishing it, giving enough rest, but also giving it enough physical activity, challenging it to strengthen it regularly, three to five times a week, I notice really beautiful shifts in other areas of my life. My thinking starts to improve. There's more oxygen flow. I'm less stuck because I find often when I'm on a walk, for instance, I get some of my best ideas. I work out problems. I work and find solutions to things that I've been sitting in front of my laptop trying to figure out. And I may sit there for half an hour or an hour and realize I have not made any progress. Then I go outside, go on a walk, and miraculously, something that seems so huge is somehow put into perspective and new light is shed on it so that I can actually have progress made. And at the same time, I'm helping nourish my body with the sunlight, with the fresh air, and with the movement. And so if fitness is a thing that's something you struggle with right now, I invite you to just add in a 15-minute walk to your day. And if you can't do it every day, schedule it five times, three times a week at whatever time works for you. And people often ask me, when is the best time of day to work out? When's the best time of day to exercise? Honestly, Everybody's schedule is different, but for the body and to help us with our best sleep cycles and our best hormonal stabilization, morning typically is the best time. And I know no one wants to hear that <laughs> because often it can be hard to get up and get going, much less add a workout in. However, if you went to bed 15 minutes earlier the night before, could you get up 15 minutes earlier the next day and take a 15-minute walk? Or start with 10 minutes right? Or start going up and down your stairs five times. Whatever it takes to get you in the habit of saying, this is my body movement time. And when you start creating a little space for it, then it becomes a habit. And then you can expand that space. Getting your exercise every day and at least every week, several times, it can start so simply. It can start like that. And so I invite you to consider that if it's been challenging for you. What's been your experience with your fitness and what is your favorite kind of fitness? Like what makes you feel good? This is the next piece of this insight that I want you to take in. We scroll social media, we see all of these different types of workouts and do this to get this result and do this to get that result. And it's all paired with this like ideal body we need to ask ourselves, number one, is that my body type? <laughs> number two, is that my age category? Is that my hormonal picture? We don't know all of that stuff, right? What we need to be asking instead is, what kind of movement feels best for me? 
right? So thinking about that first above all is the place to begin. Maybe you love dancing. Dance more. Find ways to dance. Dancing is an incredible workout. Do you find that there are days where you just are not feeling it and you just, you just can't use like, Oh, I can't do this yoga today. I'm not going to. And then you just kind of say, but I'll just, I'll just do it for a short time. I'll just start. And then, then what happens? Do you keep going with it? Do you still feel a little bit better? This is what I found really with any time that I've worked out, unless I've been sick, if I've had a cold or something, you know, I said, Oh, I really need to work out. That's what I used to do in my younger years. No, I can't miss a workout. And I'd feel horrible. And it would make me feel worse like that. When you're not well, go back to bed. (laughs) You shouldn't be working out while you're sick, but on a regular day where you're just needing that little boost of energy, right? So tuning into finding what is your favorite kind of activity? Is it yoga? Is it swimming? Is it cycling? Is it rowing on a rowing machine? Is it taking a walk or is it a hit workout with weights or is it heavy lifting, spinning? Like there's so many things that you can do. Is it climbing trees? <laughs> you know, I laugh because when we were kids, we didn't have to think, oh, I better go exercise because we would be walking everywhere. We'd be on our bikes and we'd be climbing things. And at least I was, I grew up in the country and I'd be, I'd climb a tree and read at these beautiful willow trees in my backyard. I loved them. And, uh, and all of our friends, we had all these things we would do. We didn't have to think about moving our bodies. It just came so naturally. And then when I was 10 years old, uh, my mom uh, saw this magazine. It was Young Miss Magazine. I guess one of her friends was getting this for her daughter. And she thought, oh, Sheila would really enjoy this. And it was a magazine for young young ladies. And this is back in the 80s or 70s. I don't even know. Late 70s, early 80s. And it was kind of talking about you know, fashion and all these things that you need to think about as you're entering your teen years or your late, your preteen years. So, of course, I started seeing images of women. And of course, mainly white, westernized women. It was not a diverse magazine to begin with, but that, that was our culture back then, especially. It's, it's, we're only now just starting to make some shifts there, which is great. But I had, I saw that, but I also saw like, well, what are they wearing? What is their figure like? What is their body type? And I was getting this picture in my mind of, oh, this must be the type of body, like I have to make myself look that way. I need to dress that way. I need to look that way. There were no differently shaped people. There were no differently sized people. And it made an impact on me. So I started doing what was called back then the 20 minute workout. You could see it on TV. I'd get up early and I started getting up early even back then, but to do this workout before school, because for some reason I felt like, Oh, I better do this. I need to, I need to achieve this body. Meanwhile, I was in my prepubescent years. So my body had not filled out yet. I was very slender. I really like working out is great and everything, but I didn't need to be getting myself on that treadmill. I was working out for the wrong reasons. I wanted to fit into a pair of size, stay fitting into a pair of size five jeans, skin tight that you had to use it like a coat hanger to get tight, to to get the zipper up. (laughs) And so this was the beginning of it all for me. And so we carry this with us. I'm not sure what it has been for you as you've looked at various other women growing up and like what you aspired to in terms of your body type and your, as a result, your fitness And maybe you decided back then that 
it's too hard. There's no way I'm going to do it. I can't, I'll never achieve this picture in this magazine. So I'm not even going to try. And so working out became just another chore, a thing that you didn't want to do. And you may carry that with you today. So I invite you into that dialogue with yourself, check in and see, like, is that impacting how you're looking at working out now? Is there something that's a resistance that has been with between you and fitness that started way back? Because you can release that. You can choose to release that and say, no, I move my body and I exercise so I can feel good. So I can get clarity in my mind so that I can have more energy to go through my day. You have the ability to do that. And you have the ability to say to that little girl, whatever your experience was growing up about your body image and about what fitness meant to you, you can say, it's okay. You are excellent right as you are and embrace who you are and know that your health is the number one reason. Your health, your mental health, and your physical health. Number one and two reasons for you to make fitness a priority. What have you realized about yourself as you have looked back to your younger years, your body image questions, all those kinds of things so that you, you know, what are you unpacking? Once we know this, once we have this inkling of, oh, this is why I've always felt resistance towards exercise. We can let it go and we can, we can actually make exercising fun again and we can just dance and have fun and feel our bodies moving and gaining strength and vitality as we go. In some of my programs, I talk about when is the best time to do the certain types of exercise according to your cyclical nature, all that kind of stuff that goes way more in depth. However, in here, we can just talk about what's holding you back and what do you want to see happen? So identify, what are you letting go of from the past with your fitness? What is your favorite kind of fitness? What fills you up? And how are you going to incorporate it every day in some form, even if it's three times a week early in the morning and then a little break at lunch or uh, a walk at night, whatever, you know, figure that out. Those are the things I want you to consider so that you can start this new season of lots of things that are going to be piled onto your schedule and you can put your fitness first. Because the last thing I wanted to say that really struck me when I was asking questions and having the polls, the thing that never fell off the list of priorities, fitness was like the first thing to go. The thing that never fell off the list was household chores. And let me ask you, which would you prefer? A healthy body for your long life or like a pristine house with no dust in it? (laughs) Because honey, dust's gonna keep coming back. It just keeps revisiting me. My neighbor told me years ago, make friends with dust. And that's another conversation we'll be having in a future live in not next week, but the week after we'll be talking about a little bit more about what to do, how to handle that. And and that's something I leave you with, why some other things remain on the list, but our fitness doesn't. You can do it. I'm so grateful. And yes, health is ultimate wealth because when we're healthy, oh, we can do so many things. We can help other people. We can go out and generate more revenue on our businesses. We can then hire people to help us. Even before you can hire, you can delegate. If you've got people around you, find ways to share, to share that load. So all the best to you. Thank you for being here. I would love to know how it landed with you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. What stood out to you as you listened today? 
If you found it helpful, please share this episode and tag me at Sheila A. Botello on Instagram. It may be just the message someone needs to hear today. As always, these Q&A sessions are for educational purposes only and are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any health issues you may have, and I highly recommend that you consult with your doctor before beginning any new health protocol. I'll see you next time. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.